Good morning, good day, good evening, ladies and gentlemen. This is Radio Sport at radiosport.online on the 19th of July 2021. This is Daily Sports News. Furious. This is a song by Brian Tyler. This is a theme song for Formula One. There were a number of fast drivers and a number of very fast and furious and some happy drivers and managers during the Silverstone Grand Prix. What a Grand Prix that was! We had a new format for the first time with a qualifying race being held on Friday. Uh, the usual qualifying race uh, with uh, Q1, uh, Q2 and Q3, uh, but uh, this uh, qualifying race was only deciding the sprint grid. Uh, the sprint race was to be held on a Saturday at uh, uh, 5.30 Central European time, 17 laps only, uh, and uh, the winner gets three points, uh, the second place two points, third place uh, one point, uh, and uh, based on the results of that sprint race, the grid would be decided a pole position for the Sunday race. Uh, the uh, race uh, and the whole weekend started uh, very much interestingly already on Friday, where Lewis Hamilton and Mercedes were quite fast. Uh, usually in the last uh, uh, four races, we had uh, the uh, a situation where Max Verstappen and Red Bull were absolutely the fastest. This time, surprisingly, Lewis Hamilton were in, was in front of Max Verstappen just by a one hundredth of a second, but still. So he was starting with a pole position to that sprint race on Saturday. Uh, so uh, Max Verstappen very much prepared for the start of that sprint race. Uh, he was uh, uh, checking his brakes and uh, uh, he was testing them so much that we saw flames coming out of his car, out of his brakes, but uh, this uh, was a uh, good tactics because Max Verstappen was able to overtake Lewis Hamilton already on the first corner. Uh, Lewis Hamilton apparently gave too much power to his engine 
initially uh, and uh, his uh, wheels boxed uh, and uh, Max Verstappen it was easy for him to overtake Lewis Hamilton on the first corner uh, so uh, Max Verstappen first uh, uh, and uh, uh, he would not relinquish that lead till the very end of 17 lap sprint race so there was uh, I think there were things happening uh, further uh, in the grid uh, Alonso was fighting against Ricardo against Lando Norris uh, that was uh, nice to watch uh, Overall, uh, quite an interesting concept, I believe, sprint, uh, even though Bernie Eccleston was against it uh, because it would, would ruin all the statistics for pole positions, uh, which would be uh, one in the usual qualifying. But uh, sprint certainly uh, gave some more joy to the 140,000 people uh, who gathered at Silverstone to watch uh, the proceedings, uh, both at uh, qualifying on Friday and uh, Saturday's race and uh, on a Sunday. So on Sunday uh, it was Max Verstappen who would be starting from pole position and Ma- and uh, Lewis Hamilton would be alongside him so he would try to uh, repeat what uh, Max Verstappen did to him uh, on the start. Uh, he was trying but uh, was unable to overtake and unable to pass uh, Max Verstappen on the first corner. He was unable to pass him on the second corner but still had a pretty pretty fast car it seemed uh, so he kept trying and on the cop's corner uh, he thought uh, he would have uh, some room on the outside then switched to the inside and then uh, he was uh, running almost alongside or as would uh, Mercedes manager say uh, significantly alongside uh, Max Verstappen's car and then inevitable happened uh, Max Verstappen uh, there was contact between uh, his uh, uh, rear wheel and front wheel of uh, Lewis Hamilton uh, Max Verstappen went off at 180 miles per hour uh, hit the barrier and uh, the race was stopped uh, the race was stopped. Uh, all the cars had to go to the pit lane, which was good for Lewis Hamilton because he suffered some damage to his car. In the process, uh, during that collision, uh, Charles Leclerc managed to overtake both of the drivers, so he would be starting now as first. Then there were stewards who were analyzing this incident. And, of course, Christian Horner, the manager of Red Bull, had uh, his say, so he was calling the steward, uh, the race manager, saying that uh, it was certainly uh, Lewis Hamilton's fault. There was no room. Everybody knows there's no room on that corner. Uh, And it was an amateurish uh, and it was unprofessional of Lewis Hamilton to even try to sneak in. Uh, So uh, this was the message of uh, uh, Christian Horner to the race uh, director. Uh, Whereas uh, the uh, manager of Mercedes called Uh, the director as well and he used that expression that I mentioned before that Lewis Hamilton was significantly alongside Max Verstappen so he had uh, he had every right to be there and Max Verstappen uh, was uh, uh, turning into Lewis Hamilton so obviously two different uh, different points of view Uh, but uh, the stewards decided that Lewis Hamilton would uh, be penalized with a 10 seconds uh, pit lane uh, stop so uh, Lewis Hamilton even before the restart uh, knew that he had raced on his uh, card uh, that he had to uh, really uh, be uh, be aggressive in that restart because he would have to go to the pit lane for 10 seconds uh, so the preparations were uh, were on for the restart Charles Leclerc was uh, uh, driving alongside Lewis Hamilton. He was trying to do the same uh, as uh, he tried with Max Verstappen, but uh, uh, this time he was probably a little more careful. Also, uh, Charles Leclerc was quite fast, so uh, Mark, uh, so Charles Leclerc uh, retained his position uh, on on pole. Uh, he was driving really well, but uh, after the um, 
a pit stop and after the penalty that uh, uh, Lewis Hamilton had to stay for 10 seconds in the pit lane uh, Lewis Hamilton came out flying he came out flying uh, he managed to overtake Lando Norris on that cop's corner uh, then uh, because of the team instructions um, Valtteri Bottas had to let uh, Lewis Hamilton go uh, go through so it was only uh, Charles Leclerc who was remaining on the uh, on the track for uh, Lewis Hamilton to overtake and this indeed happened just three laps before uh, the very end of the race he was able to overtake uh, Charles Leclerc on the same uh, corner on the same cops uh, corner uh, this time uh, Charles Leclerc was not driving into Lewis Hamilton he went wide but Lewis Hamilton got through and got his win and he was ecstatic uh, he was joyous and reveling in his success and it was a, an indeed a gladiatorial victory in the British Grand Prix he was uh, adoring the crowd uh, clutching the Union flag his arms were spread wide and uh, as if he would say are you not entertained this is the report by the Guardian uh, that, 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 that the type of uh, the type of uh, statement that Lewis Hamilton was making uh, at the British Grand Prix so there was a drama there was an incident there was controversy we all had it in that British Grand Prix 140,000 people present there was quite a high temperature 30 degree heat there was obviously applause for Lewis Hamilton their local hero who was able to win that race Hamilton obviously didn't feel that it was his error that he made a mistake in clashing with Max Verstappen he was saying that obviously this is the uh, the rivalry on the track and none of the drivers would uh, give give in and uh, Verstappen was aggressive uh, Lewis Hamilton felt that he didn't need to be as aggressive uh, he was already alongside him that's what uh, Lewis Hamilton felt but uh, then uh, Verstappen turned into him that was uh, what it looked like from uh, Lewis Hamilton's perspective. Uh, I don't feel like Verstappen needs to be as aggressive as he is. He was going wheel to wheel with me. Uh, I am sure it looks cool, but you need to give the space. It's never just one person's fault. It's always a balance uh, of the two. So uh, Lewis Hamilton was the winner and uh, 33 points uh, behind uh, Max Verstappen before that race. But because of 25 points, he's now just 8 points behind uh, Max Verstappen in the Drivers' Championship. Uh, Sergio Perez for Red Bull was starting from pit lane uh, and only managed to uh, come 16th. Uh, although he did change his tires to soft uh, to uh, be able to have the fastest lap which he did so one point for Sergio Perez but in the Constructors Championship also Mercedes closed the gap to um, to Red Bull because Valtteri Bottas came third Bottas was third uh, Norris and Daniel Ricciardo came fourth and fifth respectively in McLaren Carlos Sainz was sixth and Fernando Alonso and Esteban Ocon seventh and eighth Lance Stroll came in ninth position uh, and uh, Yuki Tsunoda was 10th for Alpha uh, Tauri. So what was uh, the reaction of uh, Red Bull? Understandably Christian Horner was uh, absolutely angry uh, about what happened. Uh, he uh, felt that uh, uh, this was uh, an amateur's mistake, a desperate mistake uh, uh, for uh, Lewis uh, Hamilton. That's what uh, Christian Horner said. He was fuming after the race he said that uh, he was uh, dangerous, disrespectful and unsportsmanlike. But that's what Verstappen said, who went to the hospital after that crash with uh, Lewis Hamilton and turned out that nothing really happened. But uh, after the race, he felt that uh, Lewis Hamilton shouldn't have been celebrating that uh, uh, loudly with uh, the crowd because uh, he felt that was uh, disrespectful to him uh, because he was still in the hospital. 
uh, but Lewis Hamilton would say that uh, he knew that everything was fine with uh, Max Verstappen uh, and therefore he had every right to uh, celebrate with uh, the fans. Uh, very disappointed with being taken out like this. This is what uh, Max Verstappen wrote. The penalty given does not help us and doesn't do justice to the dangerous move Lewis made on track. Watching the celebrations while still in hospital is disrespectful and unsportsmanlike behavior. But we move on. Uh, Horn had been fuming. Lewis is a seven times world champion and that was an amateur's mistake and a desperate mistake, he said. We were very lucky someone wasn't seriously injured. That's what Christian Horner said. But Christian Horner is a very aggressive manager himself. So, it, you know, these words don't sound really, really um, as a, a kind of sort of candid reflection as, uh, as uh, of what happened on the track. This was a race. Lewis Hamilton had every right to race against Max Verstappen. Incident happened. He probably made a mistake, but it was a slight mistake. And, and we really don't know whether or not uh, Max Verstappen did turn into Lewis Hamilton or uh, whether uh, Lewis Hamilton left uh, just uh, not enough space for uh, Max Verstappen to maneuver. But uh, knowing from the similar uh, overtaking uh, procedure that uh, Lewis Hamilton was making against uh, Charles Leclerc, that there was space on the left-hand side. And, uh, and as Lewis Hamilton made mentioned, uh, Max Verstappen did not have to be uh, as aggressive. We are lucky that there wasn't someone seriously hurt. That's uh, what I'm most angry, uh, angry about, the lack of judgment or misjudgment and desperation on in this move. Thankfully, we got away with it today. Uh, had that been an awful lot worse, a 10-second penalty would have looked pretty meaningless. This is, again, Christian Horner. So, Red Bull very unhappy, but we've got a championship race on our hands. Now, with, eight, uh, with Hamilton just eight points behind, with Mercedes being just a little faster than it was previously, I think, uh, the, the race for the championship in the drivers and uh, constructors' championship is on. Uh, so, Lewis Hamilton, before that race, uh, he was... Uh, um, he was uh, uh, mentioned by uh, Ernie Eccleston as being not uh, a fighter anymore, that not not ha- not having that fighting spirit. Also, um, also Lando Norris was uh, mentioning that uh, he would take on Hamilton, similarly to the uh, uh, race in Austria, uh, and uh, they should have known better. They shouldn't have uh, uh, really poked the tiger in the eye like that, and the tiger responded with a brilliant race with a brilliant win which uh, now makes the Formula 1 racing uh, so much more interesting with with just 8 points behind uh, Max Verstappen the race is on for both the drivers and constructors championship survivor eye of the tiger for Lewis Hamilton for his fighting spirit which he has shown despite what um, uh, Bernie Eccleston was saying
Survivor in the song called Eye of the Tiger. Bernie Eccleston, former manager of Formula One and Lando Norris were trying to poke Tiger in the eye. They were trying to poke uh, Hamilton in the eye and the Tiger responded by winning the British Grand Prix at Silverstone. What a race that was. There was another very important event being held in the UK over the weekend and that was the Open, the British Open of Golf. This is the most important golf tournament in the calendar, uh, the major, the major tournament. There were a number of favourites for this tournament being held at Royal St George's Golf Club near Sandwich in Kent. Uh, there were a number of favorites, uh, certainly number one, John Ram, number one in the world, who uh, has just won the US Open, another major tournament. But there were others, certainly Bryson DeChambeau with his uh, long hitting driver. He was regarded as someone who could defeat that, uh, uh, that golf course, uh, which doesn't have any water really, doesn't have any trees. It's a typical links course with a, a long a fescue a grass uh, you don't want to be there in that grass because uh, it's very difficult to get the ball out of that fescue so uh, uh, Bryson DeChambeau he found out that driving really far is not enough for this course he couldn't get the ball out of the fescue and was a, a non non competitor in uh, that tournament he wasn't he barely made through to the cut uh, through through to the weekend uh, he made the cut uh, but uh, he wasn't really challenging for the top spots uh, John Ram uh, started really well but then uh, had some issues uh, with his putter. He played well from tee to green, but uh, couldn't really convert uh, the situations that he was creating for himself. Uh, he made a run uh, on Sunday, but that was enough for the third place. Uh, Louis Oosthuizen, Louis Oosthuizen uh, out of South Africa, uh, he won the British Open in 2010, a long, long time ago. Since then, he made a number of uh, runner-up finishes in the major tournaments but never really challenged uh, for the top spot uh, so now uh, after three rounds he was top first round uh, minus six second round minus five the third round minus one so he was sitting there on uh, 12 under par with uh, Colin Morikawa being 11 uh, under par before start of the third round and uh, Jordan Spieth lurking behind uh, with uh, nine under Jordan Spieth uncharacteristically uh, did not convert apart from about two feet on the 18th uh, green on uh, Saturday, which was an unusual mistake for for him. Uh, but uh, uh, that's uh, how he finished, and therefore he had to start uh, with the group uh, before last. Uh, Colin Morikawa. Uh, Colin Morikawa showed all the resilience uh, with uh, his uh, uh, 22 year years of age. This is quite remarkable, Colin Morikawa. Everything really that was important at this tournament happened on the seventh hole on the last day. Louis Oosthuizen and Colin Morikawa were going uh, sort of a par par after par, but on the seventh, uh, this is a par five, Louis Oosthuizen shot his iron shot to uh, the bunker. Uh, under pressure, usually Louis Oosthuizen, uh, he shoots a, a bit to the right. He fades that ball to the right, and this time, uh, this uh, this was what happened as well. But then, uh, it looked quite a quite a usual, uh, quite a, a simple bunker shot, but. Uh, 
he didn't take enough sand and he shot over the green to the other bunker on the other side of the green and uh, that situation was even more difficult than the previous one then the only option for him was to get out of the bunker but not even near the flag so he finished with six so it was one over whereas the field uh, all the other players were scoring birdies on that hole and Colin Morikawa converted uh, for an eagle so this was a three shot swing uh, before that hole Louis Oosthuizen was leading by one shot after that hole he was trailing by two shots uh, Colin Morikawa Colin Morikawa uh, who is uh, uh, an American of um, Asian uh, roots uh, he's got some uh, Japanese and uh, Chinese uh, uh, origin uh, he uh, studied at uh, University uh, of uh, at Berkeley, University of California at Berkeley, business administration, and therefore he wasn't really part of the big uh, amateur uh, golf scene in the U.S. Uh, he, uh, due to that uh, education, he had to delay the start of his professional career by these four years. Uh, but in these two years that he has uh, done as a professional, uh, this. Was was, this is already his uh, second major because uh, Colin Morikawa he held his nerves after that uh, seventh hole uh, he pretty much managed to uh, get uh, his driver straight he managed to get his irons onto the green and he converted putts and sometimes when he couldn't uh, get to the green with the second shot with his iron uh, his uh, short game was uh, sensational as well even though sometimes uh, his chipping was not good not that good but then uh, he was then correcting that with the putter and his putter was hot he was pretty much converting uh, everything uh, that was out there uh, but uh, Jordan Spieth wasn't giving in uh, he was trying to make a run uh, Jordan Spieth uh, last time uh, he was the major winner was 2017 at the Open so this was his opportunity to get back to the winner's circle uh, so he uh, was playing really well but then he was complaining after the round that uh because he was playing not in the last group he didn't really have a control as, as to what was happening and uh, on the 17th and 18th hole he had some opportunities but his uh, iron shots to the green were not of the required quality and therefore couldn't really score but he couldn't really challenge Colin Morikawa Colin Morikawa remained calm uh, under pressure uh, and uh, on the last hole uh, he only needed to finish with uh, a bogey uh, but uh, uh, his shot was uh, center of the green his uh, drive was center of the green and then uh, then his uh, uh, iron went to the green he didn't have that much to left uh, for his birdie he almost converted uh, he finished with a four and a win in the open uh, Colin Morikawa uh, won his open on his debut similarly as he won his previous major championship the PGA championship which he also one on his debut also the time that lapsed between the first and the second major is really short just two players had a, a, a similar uh, type of uh, a time span between the two first majors uh, Colin Morikawa uh, won the Claret Jag and now he'll be able to drink wine out of it uh, asked whether he was going to uh, celebrate uh, and how he was going to celebrate he was saying that yes of course this is a big a big achievement but uh, now uh, he needs to concentrate on olympics because he will be representing the united states of america at the olympics uh, which are obviously starting on the 23rd of july so very soon uh, so he's preparing for that uh, whereas uh, uh, jordan speed uh, he was asked about uh, colin morikawa's performance Clearly, with the shots he has hit and the parts he's hold, he's not afraid of high-pressure situations and winning a major championship. That's what uh, Spieth said. I think winning one major can happen to a lot of people playing really good golf in one week. Winning two, three or more, he has previously proven that this stage is where he wants to be. Uh, so uh, Colin Morikawa, indeed, the second time he won a 
already a major and he will be part of that uh, big group of people who can now uh, manage to win the next uh, major championships and obviously there are others in that group uh, uh, Brooks Kepka it was playing well was playing well first and second day but on the third day his putter got cold uh, and only managed to uh, finish uh, uh, in the sixth uh, position so uh, Brooks Kepka a disappointment for uh, for him uh, Indeed, Colin Morikawa will be uh, will be playing Olympics. Uh, there will be others who are going there. For instance, uh, Rory McIlroy is going with Shane Lowry to Olympics. Uh, he didn't participate in Rio because he was afraid of Zika virus. This time he's not afraid of uh, uh, coronavirus. So he's going. He'll be representing Ireland with Shane Lowry. Shane Lowry was uh, the defending champion of the Open. He won two years ago uh, at Royal Portrait in Northern Ireland uh, but uh, this time he was able uh, only to get uh, to uh, about the sixth place so Shane, Shane Lowry uh, wasn't able to defend his title how about others John Ram he played well on the last day and uh, after the round, he's, he was saying that uh, he can be happy because uh, he gave his all. He, he gave everything he could, uh, but his putter just wouldn't uh, comply with his wishes. He made a number of misses with his putter. If he played just a little better with his putter, he would have had uh, the chance to beat uh, Colin Marikawa. I'm still going to smile because I gave it all, gave it my all, the Spaniard said. I finished really, really strong and gave myself the best chance I, I could. Uh, Dylan Fratelli was fifth at nine under. This is the South African, but he made a double bogey uh, at the 11th. Uh, so, uh uh, that uh, really finished his chances. Uh, as I already mentioned, Brooks Kepka uh, played a little early because of his woes on Saturday, but still managed to shoot 65 uh, on Sunday. Uh, I didn't play well enough on Saturday. It doesn't really matter what I finished today. I didn't have a chance to win, and that's disappointing. I like when everything is on the line. I like when the most pressure is on. I enjoy that. I think that's fun. Bryson DeChambeau, who was a pre-tournament favorite uh, he wasn't playing that well. He uh, got through. Uh, he uh, got through the cut. Uh, so he played on Saturday and Sunday. Uh, but on Sunday he shot five under, uh, and uh, famously did not uh, comment on his driver anymore. Because remember, after the first day, uh, he basically said that his driver sucked, uh, and that's why he couldn't really perform well uh, during uh, these uh, championships. So to which uh, the manufacturer responded that the uh, Shambo is never uh, happy, uh, and uh, that was. Uh, kind of a, an exchange of uh, opinions and words between the manufacturer of uh, golf clubs and uh, Bryson DeChambeau. How about other favorites in the tournament? Uh, Phil Mickelson, uh, he was one of the favorites. He was contesting for the championship about three years ago uh, playing uh, against uh, Stenson. He lost that battle, but remember he won the major tournament uh, PGA Championship this year at the age of 50, the oldest uh, man ever uh, to win the major this time he just wasn't himself after the first day he was last he was dead last with 10 over I believe and that was his score and then he got even worse on the second day he was 12 over and probably it was about 153rd or something similar that was his position what was disappointing was the form of some of the English golfers who had some chances early on there were a number of them uh, close to the top, but eventually uh, they didn't really make a big run uh, at the leaderboard. Uh, and that's uh, certainly disappointing for the English golf because uh, the links is uh, the links golf, uh, the, the golf courses uh, of that type uh, are really suited to uh, the English game. So uh, they may have been hoping for some better results. Paul Casey managed to only finish the 15th. Uh, then we had uh, who else uh, in terms of the English players uh, Poulter finished 25th and uh, Fitzpatrick 25th as well so disappointing disappointing weekend for uh, 
English golf, but obviously they'll be able to uh, to uh, have some consolation when they go to the Olympics. Remember, uh, Justin Rose was the winner of the Olympic Games in Rio 2016, so the English golfers will hope to repeat uh, that uh, uh, performance by uh, another, perhaps, uh, English golfer this year. The Olympics will be obviously very uh, t- a very tough tournament uh, because uh, uh, some players uh, playing home, like uh, Matsuyama, the Japanese who won the first major this year at the Masters, will be a home favorite to do well. He did not participate in the Open due to coronavirus, but I'm sure he was going to recover recover uh, in time for Olympics. So there will be McElroy there. There will be Justin Rose representing England uh, at these games. Uh, and we will have our own uh, Adrian Merong representing Poland at the Olympic games. But uh, at this point, uh, we have Colin Morikawa, uh, who is uh, playing magical golf. Uh, he's playing golf uh, out of this planet, just like in Bass Astral Ex Ego song uh, Planets, which we dedicate to the Californian who will be representing the United States of America at the Olympics, but now is the champion of the most important tournament in the year, the Open. thought I'm alone So brother stay Don't leave me Don't go The universe is cold So now that I know You give me A little warmth It's too bad I see It's all black So Fill me with dreams There's no one else I'll be I know that we'll trap here forever Tell me how to steal a little light From the big old sun Teach me how to breeze through life With a such an ease Prove me that there's somewhere home So I can sleep with all my feet All around it is getting darker And you're the only one equal to me And I will wait for you till the morning The time is the only thing I feel Sleep with it all on my feet With it all on my feet 
Bass Astral X Ego and the song called Planets. Colin Morikawa is playing golf out of this planet. Colin Morikawa will be going to Olympics, Adjan Merang as well. But uh, this weekend uh, we had the Open, the major tournament being played at Royal St. George's uh, in England. But we also were following the Polish Club Championships in golf being played at uh, Karinowa Golf and Country Club near uh, Świebodzin. Uh, some really uh, interesting uh, situations during that tournament. Uh, we have now in Poland about 27 golfers with uh, a positive handicap uh, and that was reflected in the first round stroke play in that club championships where seven players were under par with Alejandro Pedric, certainly uh, the best Polish amateur at the moment, scoring 65 or 7 uh, under. So Sobini Królewski as a team were playing really well with Alejandro uh, Leading them, they had a score, the combined score of just one over, which is probably the best ever uh, I remember in the Polish club championships, which is good that the level is uh, really uh, going up. Sobini Królewski were playing uh, in the quarterfinals against the eighth seeded team, the Krakow Valley. They beat them 4-1. Uh, this uh, uh, tournament is played in a way that uh, after a stroke play round there are match play uh, match play games uh, between the single uh, single uh, and uh, one four ball four singles and one four ball. Uh, so four uh, four to one. Sabine beat Krakow Valley. Then Kalinova Pola, uh, the hosts, beat Armada. All also for uh, games 2-1. Uh, first Warsaw Golf and Country Club started really well. And they played uh, a dangerous uh, team from Toya, uh, which uh, obviously has got Adjan Merong uh, representing them in the Olympics. Uh, first Warsaw beat Toya 3.5 to 1.5. And, and Tokare uh, from the north, from the Tri-City, beat Blackwater Lynx 4-1. So in the semi-final, we had a grudge match, a rematch of the quarter final from 90, from 2018 when where were sensationally Kalinova Pola defeated uh, Sobienia Krulewski knocking them out of the tournament at that time uh, so uh, this was a grudge match Sobienia Krulewski this time beat uh, Kalinova Pola comprehensively for uh, 2 1 and first Warsaw beat Tokare 4 to 1 somewhat surprisingly uh, that that win by that margin especially given that Bill Curry beat Filip Kowalski uh, which was uh, I think a, a surprise because uh, Tokare Golf and Country Club had a really good team but uh, they couldn't show it against the first Warsaw so in the final we had Sobinia Krulewski playing first Warsaw and first Warsaw on form so this was a, a pretty close matchup but Sobini Krulewski beat in the final first war, so three and a half to one and a half, and and thus they became the champions, the club champions of Poland. Uh, the bronze medal belonged to uh, Karinova Pola, who uh, defeated Tokare Golf and Country Club uh, after extra uh, extra game uh, of foursomes uh, finished uh, in favor of Karinova Pola. Uh, the matchup for the for the title looked uh, very even. Uh, Michał Bargenda from Sobienie defeated Franciszek Dudek uh, from uh, first Warsaw but uh, in response Marcin Bogus beat Nikolas Deminski so it was uh, one all then uh, the four ball uh, Andrzej Wierzba and Mikołaj Kniagin of Sobienie drew against uh, Michał Jankowski and Antoni Strzelecki so it was all square so it was one and a half to one and a half uh, so then uh, Konrad Bargenda beat Bill Carey the veteran of first Warsaw so then it then required uh, Alejandro to beat uh, Bartosz Bogus in the last game for them to become a uh, champion. So uh, extra, it was it was a good uh, to play a seven under in the first round. But the atmosphere of being in the team, this is a totally different emotions, a different uh, pressure. Uh, so the also a different joy from uh, winning. This was a, a great week. That's what Alejandro Pedit said. Uh, he said that uh, his his uh, uh, colleagues and his uh, co-players. 
players remember what happened to them uh, in 2018 when they lost against Kalinova so this time there was no mercy you have to play really well at match play you cannot give uh, your opponent any uh, chance it was uh, uh, very difficult uh, uh, that uh, uh, that's what uh, Alejandro Pérez said uh, today the, there was uh, high pressure because when I was uh, going on to the 17th tee I heard that uh, we may go into uh, all square uh, so it was really down to me uh, to be responsible for winning that game against Bartosz uh, and uh, I did when I uh, managed to hold that putt on the 17th I uh, really jumped out enjoy it is it was difficult obviously to play against Bartek Bogus because they represent the same team the same national team when they were playing in the European championships in division 2 you can be friends with someone but when you go to the course you have to play your best you have to forget about the friendship Bartek played really well today but I had a, a really good finish and this was something that and that was decisive and made our team win the Polish championship the third third playoff match was going into extra holes they had to play foursome to decide that match Tokari had Maximilian Biała and Jakub Dmetski and Kalinova had Tomasz Pulsakowski Ian Rybczyński and it was the putt that Jakub Dmetski couldn't convert from about two meters that gave Kalinova over the bronze medal so uh, good conditions at uh, uh, the last uh, day of the Polish club championship good level as well and this is something that Alejandro mentioned as well that uh, this is not just a, a, a kind of a, a social game this is a, a real championship the real club championship the level is going up and you really have to fight hard now uh, against so many good players to be able to uh, to win the trophy so Sobini Królewska is uh, the new champion new club champion of Poland uh, first Warsaw second place uh, and uh, Kalinova Bola with the bronze Tokari uh, had to be satisfied with the fourth place so uh, Sobini Kruleski were favorites uh, going into those Polish championships in golf and they converted their chances they beat the first Warsaw Golf and Country Club and they created their own order just like in uh, Hada song Mój własny porządek my own order uh, and we dedicate this song to uh, Sobini Kruleski the winners of the Polish club championships in golf. Ciągle żyję tym syfem, tutaj nic się nie zmienia Jestem psychicznie chory, zachowuję jak szczeniak Ciągle życie docenia, myślę znów o potrzebach Jakoś nic do tej pory, brak nie spadło mi z nieba Myśli czarne jak heban, po uszy w tarapatach W sumie wszystko podobnie, tak jak za mało lata Za kratami mam brata, z boksem leci jak pocisk Pomyślności, mój drogi, my czekamy na wrodzik Syn Bogdana dla wszystkich, już nie tylko dla sądu Jestem z lekka zepsuty, oddam się do przeglądu Mówią, że mam bałagan, gdzieś posiałem rozsądek Ale oni są w błędzie, to mój własny porządek Idę z bitem przez życie, cały czas jestem gotów Daj rapcu zależniak, pierdolony opium Kłopotów wciąż nie ubywa, wciąż tysiące problemów Wciąż na drodze do celu, do chada z Bogu człowieku Wiem, że nieraz zawiodłem Wiem, że nigdy nie można przeliczać ciągów na drobne Tu gdzie życie wygodne To w 
Wciąż dla nas utopia Nigdy nic nie wygrałeś Ziomek nie liczę na totka W nocy powstaje zwrotka Ja to dla mnie już nauk Potem nagram to studio I sprawdzi trzy czwarte kraju Poznałem życie na haju Jak w raju Życie beztroskie Dziś mało lat w to życie Psychicznie wprowadza postęp Teraz podpalę nosem Niech się spali to wszystko Nie chcę śpiewać refrenów Wszystko w mi w życiu nie wyszło Stawiam wszystko na hipko Może nie pyknąć Tak bywa Może wyskoczę przez okno I tak przestanę nagrywać Kłopotów wciąż nie ubywa Wciąż tysiące problemów A nie zarabiam jak Jay-Z Albo chociażby jak Jerry Wciąż na drodze do celu Mimo, że wielu na przekór To nasz własny porządek To hada z boku człowieku Bite z bitem przez życie Cały czas jestem gotów Daj rapcu zależnie Jak pierdolony Kłopotów wciąż nie ubywa Wciąż tysiące problemów Wciąż na drodze do celu To hada z boku człowieku W moich butach nie ujdziesz, zbyt daleko namawiam Nawet bratku na moment nigdy ich nie zakładaj Znowu hada na blokach, chwalę życie na odlew My w tej kwestii ze spokiem mamy zdanie podobne Mamy różne historie, wszystko łączy muzyka Znam ten pieprzony problem, nie umiem odmawiać picia Często wybieram życia, same najgorsze aspekty Jakbym miał w chuju to życie, albo się wciągnął do sekty Widok pędzącej korwety, spadam ją ze skarpy na dół W ręku zaciskam różaniec, może odejdę od razu Nagle się budzę na kadru Wiem, że to tylko koszmar Biorę długopis i kartę I tak powstaje ta zwrotka Mark Cavendish was trying to make history by winning 35 stages of Tour de France and uh, breaking record of Eddie Merckx but uh, Wout van Aert, the compatriot of Eddie Merckx had some other ideas Wout van Aert won the time trial on Saturday and then won the stage to Champs-Élysées uh, Marc Cavendish was blocked out on the final sprint and it was the Belgian national champion who already is nicknamed as the next uh, Eddie Merckx and he probably is the heir apparent uh, to Eddie Merckx he won it uh, why is he called new uh, Eddie Merckx it's because this is because he can sprint he can win time trials but he can also win mountain stages which he showed uh, by, by winning at Mont Ventoux but the year belonged to Tadej Pogacar he won the overall uh, Tour de France at 22 years uh, he defended his title from last year. Last year he only surpassed uh, his uh, teammate uh, from the national team Roglic uh, on the time trial just before the last stage. This time uh, he already asserted his dominance early on on the fifth stage when he won the time trial. Then he was brilliant uh, in mountain stages and won twice the mountain stages in the Pyrenees. Uh, Tadej Pogacar is the new champion uh, and uh, obviously he can now smile and go just like Van Aert, just like Mark Cavendish, he equaled Eddie Merck's record of 34 uh, tour stage wins. Uh, salt and smile and go of all these riders who were giving us so much joy over the last three weeks at Tour de France. Beep beep beep. 
Salt, Smile and Go. All these writers who were so good at the Tour de France can now smile and go. And they may go even to the Olympics. Some of them will, will participate in the Olympic Games. We'll see how they uh, perform out there. On Saturday night, uh, there was a fifth game of the NBA Finals between Milwaukee Bucks and Phoenix Suns, uh, played at the uh, Phoenix the Valley. Uh, Milwaukee Bucks beat Phoenix 123-119, even though early on Phoenix Suns were ahead in the first quarter, but in the second quarter, Milwaukee Bucks asserted their dominance and they were shooting from distance really, really well, but uh, Phoenix Suns came back and had some chances even to equalize, but uh, Devin Booker, who otherwise had a brilliant game, 40 points scored, but in the last possession uh, Drew Holiday pretty much took the ball away from him, then uh, he uh, passed the ball to Aneta Kumpo, who slam dunked it, uh, then missed uh, the free throw, but uh, collected a rebound, and it was uh, all over for Milwaukee Bucks. Uh, Milwaukee Bucks uh, beat the Phoenix Suns, they are leading now three games to two and on uh, Tuesday night uh, they will be hosting uh, Phoenix Suns and uh, trying to win for the first time the NBA title since 1971. They've got a chance, but Phoenix Suns, uh, for them, the sun shone uh, after the first two games, but then suddenly disappeared, just like in uh, Bill with the song Ain't No Sunshine When She's Gone. Can they come back? They certainly can. They can win in Milwaukee and they come back and play again on Thursday uh, at uh, Phoenix uh, the Valley uh, Arena. We'll see how that situation develops, whether or not Milwaukee Bucks will be able uh, to conclude these finals already on Tuesday night and we'll have a, a new champion out of uh, Wisconsin with uh, Giannis Anatokounmpo, Chris Middleton, Drew Holiday all playing well. That's obviously very much possible. Ain't no sunshine when she's gone It's not warm when she's away Ain't no sunshine when she's gone And she's always gone too long Anytime she goes away I wonder this time where she's gone wonder if she's Bill Withers and Ain't No Sunshine When She's Gone This is for the Phoenix Suns who'll be fighting to stay uh, in the finals in Milwaukee tomorrow night. But uh, Bill Withers and Ain't No Sunshine concludes daily sports news uh, on Radio Sport at radiosport.online on the 19th of July 2021. DJ Spatza says goodbye. Sunshine when she's gone Only darkness every day Ain't no sunshine when she's gone And this house just ain't no home Anytime 